1: us on about it. Give you in the whore. I don't know think it means what you think it means. By the way,
0: you know when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. In theory, in theory, everything's still set up the same as it was last week. Um, meters are moving. Meters are moving. How about back there in the compressor? i have seen some they red light. lights. Yeah. Okay. I think you're clipping. Well, if if the red lights on the top, then we're fine. That just means it's working. If there are so red the red lights DBX on the bottom
1: is, uh,
0: yeah, red lighting. Is it red lighting on the top or red lighting on the bottom? It's red lighting on the compressor. Okay, we're good. That's that's just that's its color for working. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's got Well, When I talk, it's green. Yeah, but you're also like six inches from the mic. Yeah, and I'm basically making out with this thing. Probably why you sound better. Probably. <laughs> you use the proper technique, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying to be in radio. Then radio. You need a... Radio. RE20. <laughs> I got two of them. I know you do. Yeah. Only one of them sounds good, though. I take that back. One of them one of them makes me sound super sibilant. The other one makes me sound muffled.
1: That sounds like an RE20. All right, there you go.
0: They're both super old too, so I do enjoy that. Although I know why the one that's the one that's muffled is the one that fell apart on me when I got it in the package because he he literally shipped it in a bag. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, it was old, so all the foam inside had deteriorated and the shipping process just really rattled just the shit out of it. Destroyed it. So I had to I had to take the thing apart and and I couldn't find I couldn't find anywhere to get um now i didn't I didn't actually call e v because I expected them to charge me like two hundred dollars for new foam, but um I Jeez. couldn't find anywhere else to buy the foam replacement, so I made foam replacement, and I think that's why it's muffled mm. yeah, the foam I used was lesser quality, probably,
1: probably less porous, yeah, yeah,
0: super less porous, yeah anyway, so what
1: are you doing? I don't have any food.
0: Oh, yeah. And the the puppy's joining us today. Um, She is super, super hyper. Um, And she's climbing all over Joey um, and playing with his iPad. (laughs) So that'll be entertaining. And there's probably anybody that's hearing the gurgling in the background. That's just the coffee making because I made coffee late. So...
1: Welcome to the show. <laughs> I also appeared earlier than normal.
0: You totally did. Like, I'm, we, would, we would have actually started this podcast almost on time today. Because we're three and a half minutes in, and it's only ten minutes after nine.
1: Yeah. I'm impressed. Benefits of
0: the girlfriend
1: being in town. Oh, she drove. Yeah. Ah. This is why you're on
0: time. Yeah. Excellent.
1: I mean... I would have been more on time if she got up when I asked her to the like, first six times. I but know. I know. I hope she doesn't listen to this particular podcast now. <laughs> now that I just said that. <laughs> she, she will, though.
0: Oh, I know she and will. And she'll make critique. She'll comment. <laughs> um, mine started a new job with the government. A new and, one? Uh, yeah. Well, she just transitioned departments. Um, into environment. So she's working on, you know, studies about bears and studies about caribou and that kind of thing. And she loves it. However, they're super, they're, they're much less flexible with time. And so if she shows up 11 minutes late,
1: that's little, like, that's hey, 11
0: minutes up? that she has to make up someday yep. down the road. Yeah. That's how most places go about time. I know. Right. But her job, her two jobs before this, both of them, government or government adjacent, um, we're super, super flexible. Show up when you want, leave when you want, as long as the work's done, no big deal. Yeah. Which is, <clears throat> I mean, I put in 12, 16 hour days, most days anyway, but that's kind of how I work. You know, I show yeah. up when I want, I leave when I want.
1: As long as the work's done, I'm happy. Well, uh, you're your own boss. So it's- Yeah. Yeah. You're going to yell at yourself (laughs) for (laughs) being late or whatever. I had a debate about that
0: the other day, about um, whether or not I was actually a boss or if if I was really just an employee with hundreds of bosses in a year.
1: I guess technically the clients are the boss, but yeah. That said, you can always fire your clients.
0: That, and I have. I've fired two clients, one of them twice. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Although, <clears throat> so I worked with that one client, the one that I fired twice. I worked with her for maybe five different projects. Okay. And two of those I fired and one of them, she fired me. Um, but in the process of firing me, she also threatened to burn down the studio. So. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember. You, you, you probably remember that you story. Talking about, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. I made the, I made the bumbling mistake of when pushed and really, really, really pushed. I said to her, the reason, I'm so frustrated around you is because you're such a burden on me. (laughs) She lost her mind. Yeah. Which is fine. It really is. (laughs) Hey, so, um, so we're making an effort in the new year here to talk more, um, more tech, more gear, more recording
1: on topic,
0: more on topic, less about girlfriends and hairstyles and, um, that kind of small talk gibberish so um, uh, we've been brainstorming the last couple weeks on on more of these specific topics that we can cover and i was hoping that we could dive into one specific one that's that's come up recently because of the election down in the states um because of and i don't want to get political at all right but um and because of um, a foreign company's subsidiary company releasing new gear over the last six months that makes me both really excited and possibly nervous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and it um, it's the uh, the Clark Technic release of their eleven seventy six clone and the Pultec clone. Okay. Both of them, which, en- which looks like they retail for a dollar less than um, the Warm Audio clones. Although the, um, the Pultec their Pultech clone, the Clark Technic Pultech clone, looks like it's significantly cheaper than the Warm Audio. But the 1176, anyway. Mm. I really, really like the look of their 1176 and the clip on on Zen Pro Audio. The comparison clips. Sound really nice. Um, I know that's their clip later and it's, it's hard to, hard to judge, but yeah. Um, anyway, so now my, my interest in getting one of these is reinvigorated because I've always been prior, especially prior to the Behringer acquisition of Clark Technic whenever that was, you know, 10 years ago now, I'm sure. But, um, Because of that, I've always, I've been wary of the new Clark Technic stuff, but I've always been a big fan of Clark Technic gear there. I love their, I love their graphic hues. And I used to use their compressors and gates on the road from time to time. Always love this stuff. I have one of their parametrics upstairs from the nineties that, that sounds, that always sounded great on kick and snare. Anyway. So this 1176 clone has, and, and because of the whole Trump thing, I'm thinking more about more about buying local or buying, um, or just stuff in general, but I want to keep it to audio gear that's made in North America versus made in, made in China. Or okay. you you know made in a made in a country that legitimately devalues labor and drastically reduces price. Because that's the big draw, right? Yeah, I guess. Um and, and, and my my contention over this is a company like Apex, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure I have, what, I have four AFX-EQs, I have the one preamp, and then I have the, uh, I have the um, Sonic Exciter, whatever the it, it, thing is actually called. Right. Um, and they're they're all cheap. They're, they fall into that cheap category, but they're all made in the US. None of it is made in China. I'm sure some parts are made in China. Yeah. Right, because, I mean it's almost
1: impossible to find some things that aren't, but um, so much of it it depends on the factory. And if they do like what the Yorkville does, they have like machines that build every component. Like, so Yorkville is made in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. There's a factory in Canada where all every Yorkville speaker is made.
0: See, but that's, that's the thing is, is are they making every component of that speaker or are they, are Uh, they sourcing like the magnets from, there might be like incredibly
1: small parts, the metal from Korea, because they do make the PCBs in the factory. So it might be like the small chips are from somewhere else, but yeah, but but putting everything together is all done in Canada. Right. And they, it's, Watching the PCB bath is pretty cool. (laughs) The PCB bath? Yeah. So, like, they have that green board, and it has all, like, the circuits and stuff, what have you, on it. And they'll, like, insert the chips and then lay it down on a thing, and then there's, it goes through, like, a waterfall of um, solder. A waterfall of solder? Yeah, they, they, like, that's what it looks like but it is solder and it's soldering the points. Oh man, that's weird. Like, I, like I don't fully understand how it works. I just know that it like they put the, the board through this was like what looks like a waterfall and it just solders the points of the chips to the board. Is it, is it like drip solder? Like, it I, might be okay because they call it bat uh, bathing. That's so weird. <laughs> it, it's really cool to see. Yeah, and I don't. I think I would shoot myself if I was one of those people who put those things together. What? Like, oh, I was looking at it. They have like six magnifying glasses so that they can make sure that they put this really tiny chip on there and they have to wear gloves and use tweezers and stuff just so that, you know, it will actually solder together. Right. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. And you have to like walk, they have to wear masks too, so that they don't breathe on the board while they're putting it together. Cause they just put the parts where they go and then they put it through the bath. Right.
0: That's great. I'm, I'm surprised that even that process isn't automated. Uh, I don't know. Apparently, it it, it can't be automated. It has to be done by hand. eh? Maybe it's a quality control thing. Maybe. But then, computers make far more mistakes than people do. And putting a component into place, like, robotics can easily do that.
1: Well, I think a part of it is, like, making sure that there's a part there. Because a robot doesn't necessarily... Yeah, we probably wouldn't like visually verify, I guess. Yeah. But but what? Uh, some of those chips are so small that they have like a tape with the chipsets on them, and they like break them off as they need them. Yeah, it's it's really weird.
0: Have you seen the insides of that um those super cheap blue microphones I got? I don't even know what, what to call them. They're just blue small diaphragm condensers. No, shitty capsules, shitty interiors. All of the all of the ICs are tiny, little microscopic things that y- you would need a really fine set of tweezers to to be able to grab. And it looks like they're just glued into place. <laughs> but yeah, the, all of the components are super tiny. Yeah. Yes, she's doing that. Oh, I know. <laughs> um. So how do you feel then? How do you feel then about? Gear that's that's made overseas, and I don't uh, I don't mean like made, like made over in Europe or made in Australia, but I mean like we were talking last week about how Road had ship had transferred some of their manufacturing of the NT one
1: to China. Yeah, I think it's China that makes the ro- the NT ones now. Um, See, and I was always under the impression that I mean, we had this conversation again. Well, there is no Australian factory anymore. What? I don't think so.
0: I gotta, I gotta Google it. Google it,
1: but there are like those crazy audio nerds that come into where I work and will ask, can I get an NT1 that's an Australian made? And we know what they mean is something prior to like, I think it's 2012 or something like that. So,
0: According to their website, um, uh, you know owned and operated an audio company west of Sydney, uh, comprising of two warehouses with a total footprint of 30,000 square feet. The road state-of-the-art plant has $30 million in precise machinery and a support staff of 140 people. Um, and it i i i would i would suspect that it's still all made early days two thousand um bah, bah, bah. heavily interested like in, okay what's next um two thousand fourteen uh um maybe coming to go to microphone friday uh later great radio yeah why not <clears throat> yeah i'll i'll you know what? I'm ah. You know what's really funny? I use the uh, the same the same software to make my um, website as they do. <laughs> anyway, so I'll do more off-air research about that because I really want to find out like what their situation is. Cuz th- it was one of the things I always respected about them is they actually they even had a video when they made when they started making the new road 1TA that their factory was in Australia.
1: Now that's a year ago, Uh, I guess, but, but there are people who are, when they ask for a road NT1, they're wanting, they'll say Australian made and what they're referring to is something that's at least five years old.
0: That's so, that's so weird.
1: Huh? Well, fair enough. I I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think it makes a difference.
0: I, it, i'm sure it makes a difference in their bottom dollar right like the bottom line yeah
1: but um, in terms of like you or me using it like i'm sure the microphone is just as good quality now as it was five years ago like, sure not and i better
0: I'm, I'm i'm my my whole my whole issue with the sorry i moved that closer it's <laughs> just so that you could bump your elbow on it I I bump body parts on everything. Uh, The joys of being tall. (laughs) So my issue with, you know what? You just want to kick that away from her. Um, Just maybe the other side of your feet. Yeah. Just so she's not making the noise on the, that noise is going to bother me. bothers me when she does it in her, and she brings it right back. So, this is why I keep her in her pen most of the time. <laughs> She's such a distraction. Um, okay. Uh, back to what I was trying to say. My issue with, my issue with, um, products made in China. And I can't believe I'm about to agree with a tiny little bit of Trump policy. Because it's terrible. Although in fairness, Obama was trying to make a push for the Buy american as well. Um, my, my issue with the stuff that's made overseas, that's made specifically cheaply or outsourced to a Chinese factory and the I don't stuff
1: where you look at a catalog, say, slap my, uh, my company's logo on it and we'll take 10,000 units or whatever it is. Well, it's even, it's even like the, um, like the Telefunken,
0: the Telefunken electroacoustic, uh, the RFT series where all the capsules are made in China. Just to save, just to save the money, to save the cost. Now, I don't, I don't for a minute believe that they're crappier quality because those are fantastic microphones, right? Uh, nowadays, anyway. <laughs> um, but that RFT series, they're they're doing a smart business thing, but it's the ethics of it. They're they could employ two more people in North America to assemble. Capsules uh, for them or something like that, but they're saving the, they're saving that, that cost of employment. They're, they're sacrificing those jobs for cheaper manufacturing somewhere else. And that's, I guess that's the ethics of what I'm talking about. You know, like I'm, I'm looking at this Clark Technic 1176. I expect it to be made in China because it's, it's legitimately super cheap. Like they're selling it, they're, they're estimating if it's, no, it's already on sale, um, $600, uh, $600 retail U S hmm.
1: which is, that's really cheap. same time though, you got companies like Aston made in the UK mm-hmm. and somehow they keep their microphones like dirt cheap too.
0: Well, and, 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 and that's what I'm talking about, right? Um, there's, there's the opportunity and the possibility Grab it again. Grab it again. She's going to start banging on stuff. Maybe just pull it up on top of the... (laughs) It's a good thing this podcast isn't about the dog. We would just sit and watch the dog do stupid things. Like bring it back. Bring it right back.
1: Yeah, It must be a good bone-chewing spot.
0: (laughs) I guess, eh? Okay, so... So that that Clark Technic, the um, the Warm Audio stuff. I mean, yeah. that's a great example. He, I, I understand that he is he's working on a price point. He has great designs, and it like Warm Audio is a staff of maybe four or five people total, right? So they can't possibly have their own factory and and do all all that.
1: And but there's all like companies comp- like Dave Smith where. They only have a handful of people working too, and they right. still build all their synthesizers. Or and 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 their price point, their price points pretty high. It's like four grand for
0: right, and that's, I, I guess that's the, I guess that's the thing, right? Like I'm all about saving a dollar because I don't make a lot of dollars.
1: Yeah, but I, know, I would like to save dollars too. Same time though, when. When a thing is made in certain places, it's usually got like the quality to back it that makes it worth the money that you're paying. Right. So then, so then
0: 1176, like the warm audio, the WA 76, or the, the Clark Technic 76, um, they sound fine. And there are, but there are alternatives that are, that are North American-made or European-made that are just a little more expensive. And so, why is it okay that we spend a ton of money on products that are made entirely just to save a buck overseas versus products that are made locally? I don't know.
1: You don't have. St- I, I know my own personal purchasing right now has been leaning more towards whatever Yorkville can distribute in. And that's strictly because I get a significantly better deal if it's distributed by Yorkville.
0: Right. And I mean that—that's that's smart business on your on your
1: part yeah. by by focusing on you know, but it, and then it also allows me to be a bit picky, like like I got Aston microphones are a part of that, right? And it's like can argue that that's a really good quality microphone, and the fact that they're all made in the UK, who knows where they get their parts from, but. Now they're they're probably par- sourced from international sources, i suppose
0: you know but the i don't know. But, but then it's... but then the warm audio stuff the warm audio stuff all of his components are, made are in u k and then made in the u k to... and made in the u s and then shipped to china, assembled in the factory for cheap and shipped back right and i, I the, the the i think the manufacturing cost including shipping for those for those eleven seventy sixes are somewhere around 150 bucks U S you know, that's super, super cheap. I guess. And and, and that's, that's including, that's including all the parts, right?
2: Oh,
1: I know that the the warm audio 76 is cheap, but I, I still don't like the price of it. Really? Yeah, what I've looked it? into the price mar- or the earnings margins of those, and there's like no money being made. There's no margin on it? I'm sure somebody's making money, mm-hmm. but my company's maybe making, of the $1,000 you spend, maybe making 200 bucks. Selling them for $1,000 now, hey? Uh, oh, man. Just shy of that. Yeah. That's crazy. I say a thousand bucks because if you finance them, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, that's probably what you're you're going to be paying is about a thousand bucks. That's crazy. Um, but I think they're like nine something right now.
0: Damn, things not even listed on the website. Yeah, well,
1: it. it I'm sure it's on the website. It's just the website is so fantastic at uh, search bars. It's not on the website. No, no. Interesting. The uh, the WA two is on the website. The um, uh, do they have the four channel five twelve on there? They do. But not the the eleven seventy six clone. Right. Wow. And they have the just from what I could see here. It's like they have everything that is in Warm Audio's yeah catalog. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so. People are banging at the door again. Great. Are we going to pause?
0: So we're back. That was unexpected, pleasant, but thoroughly fucking annoying. (laughs) I mean, just like, didn't even warn you that he was coming to pay. No, didn't even, didn't even indicate that he, that he'd received the receipt. That he got the, 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 the invoice. invoice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so I I don't even remember where we I were. Mean, I mean,
1: great that he's paying. It's just. Absolutely. Right. It's a studio. You don't just come in whenever you feel like it's not. Yeah. And, and have I,
0: have I told you the story of, of this session? This is where the, that session that I threw the, I didn't throw them out. Um, but I suggested that.
1: Oh, is this the, that? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, you, you kind of told me where it was like they weren't ready because nobody, nobody was
0: in, in nobody agreements. in
1: upper management of the group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that guy there
0: is the, is the manager, is the guy that's actually paying all the bills. Okay. Is he paying out of pocket? I think so. He's it seems he, so weird. To he me. seems like one of those guys that like, he seems like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. all around seems like a really nice guy. Um, and stumbled upon these kids and, and legitimately they're nine, 10 and 13. Um, that, um, have bucket loads of talent.
1: Are these kids like Jackson five esque? Yeah. That, those oh, are the fuck. Ones. I know exactly who you're talking about. Right. And, <laughs> and he and dad, he
0: and dad got pretty heated into it, but, Dad, remain nice and calm.
1: Dad will get heated. He's uh, I believe it. He's a guy. He's a character. <laughs> Do they come into the store? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. And so, so uh, there been... was a time where one of my fellow colleagues just pointed out that mm, uh, the one who does the singing, because yeah, the they used there. to come like every Saturday and perf- pretty much perform in our store. And it was like, it's kind of annoying. Cause it was like obvious that they're like doing the whole, let's try and get discovered. Right. Deal. Well, they were on Ellen, but right before Christmas. Yeah, no, like, like how much more discovered can you get? Well, uh, they were on Ellen. Uh, there's a big time producer from LA who's interested in working with them.
0: Then why the hell are they coming to me? I have no fucking <laughs> idea. <laughs> Uh, you know what, you know what it is? So, so the, they came to me with the intention of doing one of their songs Mm -hmm. and they just wanted to, they just wanted to know, as it turned out, they just wanted to see what my take on it would be. Okay. And they were willing, um, at least at the point where, where we ended our session that Saturday, they were willing to, to pay me up to $2,000 to hire the musicians and to produce it to put my spin on it any which way I wanted so they could hear it. And if they didn't like it, they wouldn't use it, but they'd still pay me. That was the agreement. Anyway, so I get a call maybe three or four days later. um, And I assume it was after he got my invoice, but clearly he didn't get my invoice. (laughs) Um, I got a call three or four days later that said, hey, listen, um, we want to put all those plans on hold. Um, It looks like schedules aren't going to work out, air quotes, schedules, um, I'll just take him at face value, but mm-hmm. looks like schedules aren't gonna work out the way we thought, so wait till everybody's back in town and we'll contact you then. I fully didn't expect he was even gonna come in and pay me for that invoice. Didn't expect. I, I actually expected him to call me and say, Hey, listen, like this is more than we planned on paying you. This is the father? No, no, this is this the manager. Is the, uh, the manager guy, yeah. I I, I was
1: expecting that. Uh, well I'm pretty sure the. Uh, well, I I I can't say anything about the manager, but the the dad of the group, he's a pretty upfront kind of guy, and he will pay and. Yeah. Well, and 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 I didn't I didn't have I didn't have
0: specific worries. He's that I reasonable
1: until you say something like your kid was a little flat. God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's then
1: fair. he goes a little fucking nuts. Yeah which I mean, whatever. I, I know he's trying to make these kids like something. Well, he was actually pretty good about that kind of thing here. Cause we, we did record, we
0: recorded a version of Oh Canada. Right. And the kids chewed it up a lot and dad chewed it up a lot. Um, and I chewed it up, you know, I tried to just kind of walk in between, Oh, you guys missed this little thing. Let's, let's address that. Or you missed this, or maybe let's not do it that way. Let's try doing it this way instead.
1: But well, I've had yeah. a coworker mention, and it, I guess it was within earshot of the dad that the, the kids would be better if they got lessons. <laughs> you and know what? He went nuts. It was probably, it was probably the fact
0: that you weren't saying it to his face. Cause I think if you walked up to him and said that to his face, I think he'd be okay with it. But if, if if he just overheard someone saying that, well, it wasn't me who said it. No, it no, was... I know, I know. But if if he just overheard someone saying that, yeah, that I I, I could understand that because yeah. he was he was like oh. he was super open to to us in the studio here criticizing the kids and and this giving, is also them a different advice. environment
1: where that's true. You're kind that's of true. expected to do that, whereas in a music store, yeah, after like. This entire crowd of people just listen to your kids, like, do a freaking jam in the middle of the store. <laughs> Unimprompted. Meanwhile, and... the rest of us who work there have, like, heard this same set, like, six times because you come in all the time <laughs> and perform. <laughs> they haven't done it in a while, but mm. but at the time of this comment, it was, like oh, my God, can you guys stop coming in and performing? We we <laughs> get what you're trying to do, and that's this isn't a venue. <laughs> this isn't a venue, and this is Edmondson. You're not going to get discovered in well, Edmondson. they did get discovered did from, uh, I think it was a video from Long McQuaid or something, of the, yeah, but the it, little but, boy. But it was a video. Yeah, it, it was a video in Long McQuaid, hmm. and then they got discovered, went on Ellen. Got a bunch of fucking guitar center shit. And I remember just a group of us like watching that video and going like, oh, yeah, Mm. great. Because the dad was making a big point that uh, he was going to bring Long McQuaid with him. It's just like Long McQuaid's worth half a billion dollars a year. Yeah, there's nothing that these kids can do to. to or It's probably not half a billion. It's probably like a quarter of a billion. But still, they make that. In a year Being just in Canada Yeah Yeah uh, And then I think that's only Long McQuaid There's still The Yorkville brand On top of that Yeah well, Which and, and is All It's own
0: Thing And now The acquisition of HHB Yeah <laughs> Like Yorkville's A huge company Yeah That's exciting um, Rupert Neve's stuff Is distributed
1: by HHB I know Are you excited about that? I'm only allowed to buy $4,000 worth of stuff every year. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have any money. You don't have enough money to buy $4,000 worth of stuff every year. Oh, I know I don't have enough money. (laughs) So, So,
0: but they limit how much I'm allowed to buy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm not buying through you. It's okay. I won't won't put you over the limit.
1: You'll get yourself close enough. uh, Yeah. I'm already currently at like Twenty five, $3,000 this year. Really? Yes. That's crazy. You're still allowed to buy more. You just don't get your discount after that, right? Yes. Yeah. And is that... That's is assuming
0: that, that accounts say that it's okay. Is that discounted um,
1: 4000 or is that... I'm not sure how it works. But I know they keep track of my total purchases in the year. And if you go over the amount... You have to pay full price. But I mean four thousand dollars when I make what is it like thirty two? Like that's a that's a huge chunk of my paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. That's a I huge mean, chunk. I I I spend that anyway, but I've I've been looking at it at my account and I do spend a minimum of twenty five hundred dollars a year. Oh yeah at Long McQuaid. Yeah. That's like a year where I'm not making very much money. <laughs> If at all. <laughs>
0: so in of instead of ten percent of your uh, your income going to retirement, ten it's been percent going of your income is going gear. back to Long and McQuaid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now that I work at Long McQuaid, that they, they contribute to retirement funds. Oh yeah. They're we've we've firmly established that they're a pretty good company. To and I think for I it. need to work for them for another twenty five years before I can retire according to their policies. So you can retire at 52. Maybe 54. Yeah. 54. I don't think I would do it though. It mm. seems pretty young. Yeah. I and heard, and um, I'd go nuts not having anything to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I would enjoy retirement if I had the money to enjoy retirement. Otherwise I would just keep working. Assuming I can still hear. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, yeah. I would have to open a recording studio or something to yeah. keep me busy because I know me. I need to be kept busy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Otherwise, well, I just sit there and just like, oh, my God, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. And it's only been like an hour. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? Um, huh. Anyway. Um,
0: yeah, so I feel like, yeah, we, uh, we were lost talking about, we were, I, I was trying to force you into an ethical conversation that you
1: don't have any interest in. So, um, rather well, than going back to the podcast, it's not so much, I don't have interest in, it's just like, I don't, you don't have interest in like, you, eh. can, you can say that. Like, yeah, I mean, you have, you have.
0: Opinions, but they're not strong. And you yeah. buy what you can afford, and you try to maximize the value with the equipment and the functionality. And you're yeah. not so concerned about whether it's that made locally, made is it's made foreign.
1: A fair statement to make.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, from a from a business perspective, there's I don't think there's any. I'm gonna put this over here. I can't see over there. Can you still see that? Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, and and, and there's. I have up until recently been not so concerned about buying foreign made stuff
1: I uh, still look into it, and if it is like, oh, it was made in the u k then and it's still this cheap, then it's like, oh, that's awesome but right, but I'm not gonna so money money being equal,
0: you'd buy you'd buy something that's that's made.
1: Not in I'm trying to say this without being discriminatory. But if all items were the same price type of thing, then I'd be buying for quality.
0: Right. If that's what you're trying to ask. I'm not really, but yes, at the same time.
1: Yeah. 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 Fuck. You know, like if markup wasn't so high for an, a real eleven seventy six that's what I would buy yeah what but the fact
0: that that's
1: pretty in it not
0: well and and and, doable. and, and what makes what makes a good quality eleven seventy six so expensive and I don't mean like like the old original versions, the Uri versions, but I'm I mean like like sure. a new a new um universal audio or a purple audio or
1: um, who else makes, makes 1176s? High end 1176s.
0: Um,
1: well, yeah, Warm Audio has their version and it's supposed to be pretty close to the high-end. But I hear,
0: I still hear people talk about how it, um, compared to, compared to like the Purple Audio, um, uh, what is the Purple Audio one called? I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, uh, the MC-77. Um, so compared to, compared to it, and let's not use universal audio as a comparison because they're a clone like everybody else, but the purple audio compared to the warm audio, there, there's, there's enough people that legitimately know what they're talking about or seem to not be just trashers that say, the warm audio still has enough shortcuts in it circuit wise that need to be upgraded to, to, to compete with the purple audio. Right. So it's, so even though they're saving a whole bunch of money by manufacturing okay. it over in China,
1: their um, the costs or the corners. I are know.
0: Cutting.
1: Yeah. I know that a lot of the people who really know about it. Do say it's all about the circuit, but the transformers was a big deal too. Hmm. With warm audio, having the cinema, cinema
0: right, and and the and the um, the Clark Technic have um, custom made Midas transformers. So yeah, I,
1: I mean, I, again, oh, I, would, no. I would assume the quality is fine. At the end of the day, as long as it does the character things that I expect out of eleven seventy six, like yeah. if I put all the bu- buttons in uh-huh. and I crank the input and I crank the output, that thing better sound ugly. Uh, yeah Yeah. right if it doesn't like if it doesn't sound like a distorted mess then it why i don't want it because that's that's the thing that the 1176 should do yeah i like the, the, or yeah. should be able to do and the actions that i have the purple actions mm-hmm. they do that they yeah. sound really like they you can grind them up really nicely But I mean, that's what I look for when it comes to like those more vintage style compressors—is like the character aspect of it. If you know, it comes to transparency, then it's just like, well, why the fuck am I buying a hardware unit compressor (laughs) instead of digital compressors? Are going to be the most transparent compressors out there? Okay, I. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna hijack this again. Okay. So digital versus analog. I've been trying to I've been trying to make myself more excited about digital mixes. I'm more more challenged, and to get like because I'm 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 doing more analog mixes and I'm and I'm, I'm trying to make the the analog mix that I do more equivalent to the digital mix that I do or or, more the other way around. I'm trying to make the digital workflow more similar to the analog workflow. So I've theorized this experiment. I want you to tell me what you think of this. I am going to, for my digital mixes, I am going to limit myself and I do a lot of my mixes in pro tools, right? Right. So very little is, if anything is built in, I am going to limit myself to one instance per plugin
1: per mix, including EQs, including EQs. So you're going to use different EQs for everything. Yeah.
0: I, I, I mean, w- where possible, right? And and my my thought is, if I don't have enough EQs to um to do all the EQing that I want, maybe I need to go to a bus put that EQ on a bus. Sounds like it would be it might I'm, I might be trying to do too much especially where EQ's are concerned, but
1: yeah. It sounds like it'd be an interesting um uh experiment. challenge experiment. But yeah. yeah. Sounds interesting. I don't know if that's I just came up with this
0: at the end of the week last week and I'm and I haven't had a haven't had a mix on my desk to work to 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 experiment with um but I I have I have a ton of EQs and I have a ton of of compressors um I'll, I'll have to go through and and do a do a count right yeah but I'm thinking like if I need if I need to if I need to do Um, if I want to put an 1176 on a bunch of different things, which I love to do, it's pretty much my go-to compressor Mm. digitally. Anyway, I have two different ones from universal audio. I have three different ones from, um, from, uh, waves. I have one from, um, isotope. I have another one that comes with pro tools, the BF 76. So, I mean, that, that gives me, that gives me six or seven channels right there. Yeah. Right. And it forces me to, to do that quick decision-making the same way I'd have to do here.
2: It'll be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, it sounds like an interesting idea. So very different from the way
0: I'm, I'm used to working, um, live, which is where most of my pre-studio mixing experience was. And then, and then digitally over the last eight, nine, 10 years,
1: are you going to use a default, like the onboard or, um, stock EQ as just like, this is the board EQ
0: Well, I thought about that, but the reason I wanted to use, I wanted to use, um, like just a single instance is like these EQs on the console. And I have 52 of them. Um, plus I have the four stereo EQs on the, uh, on the buses. Yep. Um, they all sound super subtly different, but they're all, they're all different. Right. Yeah, the components of age differently. And and that's that's, that's the kind of analog thing for you. I know, right? And that's kind of the thing i am I w I'm I'm hoping to I'm I'm hoping I'll get out of out of um <sighs> only one instance. Only one instance, right? But you're right, having like I don't have you know, I, I, I would probably put on a on a thirty two track mix, I'd probably I'd probably use twenty four EQs.
1: Yeah. Right. And it's well that's unlikely. the only thing where yeah. I would see there being a problem with like only one instance is like the EQs themselves is mm. gonna be difficult. So maybe maybe you're gonna if buy I, that many EQs. Yeah, yeah, right. How many do I have?
2: I have at least I have at least a dozen. That's
1: a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have the two that come with Pro Tools yeah. plus um, I think I have four in the Universal Audio package. Um, although, although in, in fairness, um, one of them is the Manly Mastering
1: EQ. Yeah, that's and, a character EQ, if you ask me.
0: It's meant to be super clean, right? It's still not, a character uh, EQ.
1: Um <laughs> have the Poltec <laughs> That's definitely a character EQ, definitely especially character with the EQ. butterfly band. Um
0: and the uh the Harrison. Um Harrison has 32C. S- they have a universal audio um emulation of it. Okay. Yeah. Um and what else from the I can't think of anything else that I have on the universal audio side. Oh, I got the the their their basic channel strip.
1: Oh. Yeah, I don't use that. It's all that much. It's okay. It I, it, it, yeah. it does the trick if you need something that yeah, exactly does a channel strip thing. Um, the way it's laid out, though, is kind of weird. It's laid out
0: far too much like the Manly. Yeah. There's too yeah. many
1: knobs everywhere. And,
0: well, there's five bands, right? That's the thing. Great for carving. But anyway, So, so beyond that, um, I have a couple of e q s from isotope and then i have i probably have a dozen e q s from um from waves because they have just all their different versions i have the two different uh the two different eqs the the v series then the renaissance
1: series and then the one knob series and i'm not gonna reinstall any of my waves plugins no no nope. why not just the uh, before I had to reformat my computer, I was noticing that I was using less and less Waves plugins. So it'll be easy to. So right? are you, you not know, worried about like a recall of a thing? No. Yeah, that's fair. No one's asked for a recall yet, so I don't think they're going to in the future. I've
0: only had one case where I had a recall that um, I didn't have a plugin. I didn't have that that particular plugin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm worried not about worried it. about it and I'm not reinstalling Waves plugins at all. I don't don't like their plugins. I like, for the most part. It's the API 2500. I still really love. Yeah. I mean, there's still like the odd yeah. couple things that they have that I like, but I don't right. I don't care enough to put the effort into installing any of my
0: I was super disappointed to find out that the um universal
1: audio Apollo twin
0: has now come out with a quad core version. I that's a recent thing. Yeah. 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 Just a recent thing. But um, I just, well, just in the, in the summer, maybe in the spring, I picked up a a duo core, which doesn't cut it for most of my mixes. Now I have the octo, card in the c in the cpu at the, the studio yeah. here but if i want to take a mix home or if i want to
1: if i yeah, need to like, I do i not going to do it yeah just not going to cut it especially with some of those uh plugins they have like the culture vulture that thing is a cpu monster yeah the uh the api um or a dsp strip, monster or, i should say uh, any of the amplifiers Yep, yeah. those are a dsp monster surprisingly the
0: um, the Shadow Hills mastering compressor super low CP, uh, DSP
1: usage yeah it it's like the distortion machines are yeah yeah which I mean uh, I, I, I get it because they like modeled the distortion as close mm. to the analog unit as possible and thus there's a lot of calculations going on but <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah yeah. Um, when I, I when I plug in like the Culture Vulture and then there's like all of my DSP gone from one instance, just ugh. just like that. <laughs> Mind you, I'm only using a solo. That's yeah, yeah. That's fair. And for what I use of UAD's stuff, mostly most of that stuff doesn't use all that much DSP. What do you usually use? Uh, The Struder A800, the 1176 compressor, uh, and the Pultec EQ, for the most part. Right. Um, If I ever invest in it, I'll probably also use the 670, but I would only probably use one instance of it, which uh, that's my bus compressor.
0: Which 670 are you using right now?
1: I'm not. I was using the waves for a while, but, you're but not... not anymore. I don't have a 670.
0: Oh, no. What are you doing then?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll either invest yet? or I'll try to get an NFR. A, a what? NFR. I don't know what that is. Uh basically means I get stuff for free. Oh, right. Right. Because I sell it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And we, well, you couldn't afford getting the uh, the universal audio because you only have the solo card
1: DSP. Affording, oh. I mean, um, I don't mean. Well, cost, I was but, thinking of investing in a, a maybe a bigger um, PCIe.
0: You can get um, you can get them relatively cheap online. Used ones, I mean, right?
1: Yeah, but I have to go through the hassle of like getting them to unregister. <sighs> took me a month with the Apollo, with the, with the twin. It took me a month to get it, um, it transferred from the guy yeah. to me. Well, it comes a lot down to the guy who's mm-hmm. selling it to you. Like when I got my solo, that guy was great because it was like the moment he mailed it to me, he deregistered it and I got an email saying like, it's ready for you to register. Yeah, and then once I got it, I was able to register it. Right. But, yeah, I think I even registered it before I got it. But huh? okay. you know, the guy was great, and he he had it ready for me the moment I got it. But I know, yeah, from dude. having sold the stuff, <laughs> it, there is a, a like if a customer doesn't give us the email and stuff, it's like. All well, then we're not giving you money until we contact Universal Audio and they tell us that it's been deregistered. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of that software stuff, it's like that. Like the new Native Instruments controller. Piece of garbage. <laughs> Why? Oh, my God. Yeah, it- When you play a keyboard and you turn on the knobs, you expect all the the knobs to be, like, similar feeling from one another, right? I would expect that, yeah. Yeah. Not on the Native Instrument S whatever you get, because they have, like, the 61, the 76, and the 81, or whatever it is, or 88. Yeah, 88. Fucking garbage. (laughs) They, so you you turn the knobs and they're gross. Right. But then also like when they first were released, we were getting them back. Like we would sell it. And a week later that board would come back and need to be repaired. What? Yeah. That's we've constantly had problems with those boards. Do you, are you steering people away from it now? Uh, I, I'm always honest with them. And I tell them like, these are garbage. They feel like garbage. But on top of that, if you use them and you register, or like in order to use it with native instruments, you have to register it. Makes sense. And in order for us as a company to take it back, because we know we, we have like that 30-day return policy, blah, 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 blah. In order for us to actually do that with this board, we need an email Like the the customer has to show us an email that tells us that it is deregistered. If they don't, we don't take it in. We're like, it's yours until you deregister. That makes sense. And you need to prove it to us. Also a huge pain in the ass, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that that controller is worth maybe a hundred bucks, but we sell it with the software and the software is maybe worth like five, six hundred bucks. So it's like if we take it in and and we take an account of the software, the guys are going to be pissed off because he thinks he paid seven, eight, maybe a thousand bucks for a board or a controller. And then he finds out that what he really paid for was the software. Right. And it's fucking annoying. I hate those boards for so many reasons. That's one. (laughs) Like the knobs feel gross. They break like, way too easy um, and they they put too much time in making them flashy like it it, it, it has lights in it that will like pop up different colors it's stupid I fucking hate the thing I hate any <laughs> board where it's like obvious that oh, it's yeah. just stupid native instruments in general is stupid there you go don't buy native instruments i don't <laughs> buy something else okay we'll see you see
0: it follow our hosts on twitter at two bodies of water you got that mic in a comfortable spot yet i'm still working on it. at joey r engineer i can't even talk i don't remember what my point was this is a boring podcast um i realize at the end of this we didn't introduce ourselves
1: on to the internet you go go oh, switch off